Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. This is a very special edition of Conversations. We got the best DJs in the Bahamas in the house. There, I said it. I said it. I'm throwing it out there already. We're taking shots two seconds into the podcast. In we studio. We throw parties who we're going to get. In oh, studio. I mean, can we, I feel like we can't afford them, John. We can't afford them. Sometimes, sometimes relationships are more important than money. <laughs> We can find things. ways, okay? We'll find ways. We'll figure it out. We gotta move product. You in know, product, studio yeah. with us. The shirts they're wearing. DJ Ignite and DJ Overdose. Fellas, welcome to the pod. There we go. We're Appreciate here, man. Thanks, Thanks, man. Thanks for the opportunity. You know, it feels great to be here. Um, you know, myself and to have my partner Ignite. So it's, it's a great feeling. Yeah, shout out. Shout out to your seniors, you know. Yeah, well, overnight that. is in the building. Yeah, you know? we're here. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's that's the official tag team name? Definitely. Yeah. You got so it's the like o- the black star type thing. You got yeah. the over from the overdose and yeah. then the and night from the ignite. ignite. You created overnight. overnight. All right, so see, I got to go old school wrestling <laughs> fan here. This is exactly what happened when Hulk Hogan and Macho Man <laughs> joined forces. It's like the yeah. exact same thing. So now you got the mega powers. Mm-hmm. This is where I wanted to start. Though. I wanted to start with both of your music backgrounds. Now, at what point was it? We'll start with you, Ignite. At what point did you say to yourself, well, music is the right route to go for me well eventually you sit down and then you listen to a lot of music you watch a lot of events going on and then you get here and you're like man maybe i can do it a different way because me personally i don't feel like everybody was getting that emotional feeling and memory paste a song Mm. You know, sometimes you play a certain song in your car when you're driving, or you with your friends. Like, boy, you remember when we did this to Carnival when that song came on? You, <laughs> Listen, I, yes, we have a lot of those. Oh, memories. Yes. <laughs> that's it right there, and that was my whole goal through this entire process. And people started to remember. Do you remember when Ignite played this song and we all went crazy at this time? And that's what all came together. It was nothing about the money or chasing this one or trying to be famous. No, nothing to do with that. I needed people to have those memories. For years and weeks and days and hours to come, like right away now, we're creating a memory. But I, I figured out how I wanted music to be played from my ear. That's mm-hmm. like to create that memory. You remember when with the, with the actual Albany during Hero? I know there you, you go. <laughs> I know you remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't, don't don't pull no scene. Yeah. I know you remember though. But so, uh, okay, so yeah, we all. I think when you reach that point of adolescence, you're deep into music. You listen yes. to all type of different genres, but. There had to be a point for you when you thought, well, I can be able to do this and I guess turn this into turn this into a business. Like I can make a profession out of this. What was that point for you? And it was our uh, year two. It was my second year playing at Charlie's Club. When all the fun went aside and you're like, oh, uh, you know, people know my name. Hoorah. And, and then afterward, I was like, this is going to get repetitive. So I need to find a way to figure out like, you know, I need to take this to the business level. Not just running around in a club for fun because people know your name and you just want to get on the set to play. And that's why I really took thought about it. And when I sat back and looked at it, I was like, this is going to fade at Charlie's Club. You know, from the first party I had, it was like super successful. The second one was just successful. So I'm like, you know, this is going to fade. Time to find a way to leap. And I need to be challenged when I make that leap. Not just leave the club and freelance. I need to find a place to go that's going to challenge me musically with stuff I have not done. Or it's not repetition. Like, I've never seen it. It's not on everyday radio. Anybody can play you. Get the music off the everyday radio. You go and do it to the party. It's like, oh, it's the top ten hit. I need to go somewhere where it's a different environment, whereas radio was not key. You know, it's more about your atmosphere where you grew up, depicting on what type of music you listen to. I need to figure out a way to reach into those persons, and then it'll teach me more. Then I need to find a way to play it so you remember it, like example, Hero. 
and you you remember the style of music and what was happening at the time because you need to hit the key songs at the key time and that's when I shifted it all into the business aspect you know what now hey maybe maybe I can develop a career maybe I can you know make people even more happy on a higher scale let me move to the next scale of it and see what the competition is like and for me it was all going on there to see what the US was doing what Europe was doing what they were doing in Africa that's how far I wanted to go and that's how far I've reached and I'm actually competing indirectly you know it's all a friendly thing but I still need to be able. no you can't be friendly you can't be friendly you can't be friendly like you yeah. gotta start going at people's yeah. necks you Don't can't worry, be friendly yeah, yeah. you go then you smash trust me it's all aside and when you walk off you know you've done well but that was the whole transition after year two at Charlie's Club down so the question was you know it was time to go time to be serious about it hoorah people in your name locally but that, that wasn't the main goal after it turned into business Overdose, you're the you're the young gun in the game. I Definitely think most yeah. most people would would agree with that assessment. Uh-huh. At what point was it for you that you thought, well, music is going to be something that I'm going to turn into my calling card? Like this is how people are going to get to know me. Well, um, at about the age of let's say eleven, I got interested in music. Um, I mean, I always had a passion for music. How? Um, I mean, I had a passion for music because um, I. Obviously, my mom's from India. Okay. So, from that side, my dad's from the Bahamas. So, you know, I have a Junkanoo kind of Indian kind of thing Kind of Punjabi. On. Sorry, Punjabi, Yeah, Punjabi <laughs> thing going Just on. Saying, you know? So, it's like different cultures that mix. So, it's it was it was different. And a lot of people didn't really expect, okay, this, you know, this little curly-haired young boy <laughs> wanting to play Everyone music. Everyone here looks at people. It's like, oh, yeah, no. They they're like, they're it. like... Nope. This curly head boy wants to be a DJ out of all things. Like you get good grades, you want to be a DJ. Why? And it's just because I I, I fell have been in love a doctor. With music. That's what they were saying. <laughs> That's <laughs> what they were saying. Like I fe- like when I was younger, I wanted to be a chef. And then like my professions kept changing, my career choice kept changing, and I was like, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. So like music actually was the one thing that saved me. And I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. So at the age of twelve, I started to take it serious. And then I got afforded opportunities to play on the radio. I played on the radio. My first time playing on the radio was 12 years old. So um, it was a great experience. And, and I think by being introduced to the craft, DJing, may, turned my life around and turned it into the better. Even though at one point, I, I'm going to be so honest, I lost interest in school at one point. But then when I moved to homeschool, I, you know, I caught myself and I was like, okay, those get with it. You mm-hmm. need the education. DJing is always going to be there, but you need that backbone. So You use a very interesting word, and I think a lot of people don't look at it this way, the craft of DJing, because yeah. I think people, and Ignite hinted at this, people think you may just go out there and you play music you like play anyone music, can yeah. do it. Talk about how you had to learn the craft specifically, because like you said, your first time, you were 12 years old. Yeah, so I had no clue what I was doing. I, no one, I never really had anybody to teach me actually what to do so i was there i bought the equipment not even youtube back then no because like <laughs> i it was i remember it was in christmas it was like a christmas time i got like 150 dollars for christmas so i was excited and i didn't know what to spend it on and then you know i was like you know what let me just go out there and look for a mixer online so i found the mixer online i went you know to to purchase it got it and i was like you know what how am i gonna learn this mixer and i sat there and i just I just fooled around with it, and I, and I, and I decided to make songs uh, come out in a way. I, I would like mix the songs in a way that is presented in my way. Mm-hmm. In terms of okay, this is how I would like to present the song. Like 
I'd speed the pitch up or maybe change a bit of the vocals in it or whatever the case is, but it's just my my adjustment on the song. So it just felt like it was it felt like more of a a production kind of kind of aspect of it. I look at it like as a production cuz you actually do remix the song. So I looked at it as more of a production side of it and you know like like they say DJing is is just the beginning. It it turns into music production. It turns into you uh you know even getting into the rental business of 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 equipment and so forth so it it, it opened up different avenues for me and it, i looked at it as a business more and you, eventually you get to host bahamas carnival yeah, yeah exactly did you guys <laughs> <come> <laughs> <big> <laughs> enough, DJ? Uh, i mean i don't know but did you start on vinyl did you start on vinyl yes or, i start on vinyl yeah and, and well you know i i was just born well, okay, i was born we, yesterday we, we, we get it i was born it. yesterday much younger than all of so us i'm more, I'm more digital, no, I'm but more I, digital. I, I always like to to ask the question because i feel there there are still some djs who look lesser of people who have never done it the vinyl yeah, way yeah. almost the same way as editing video if you never done it analog and you go digital like how did that help you i mean because i think it's it a big difference between pulling records and carrying crates it is a it is a real way it's called real djing you go anywhere and you google it it real djing is a foundation and i suggest it for everybody to learn it first time i picked it up i went to dion the butcher so i just went to google and figured out i'm like well, everybody here has these budding pushing things. But everybody on here, they consider to be real DJs like my good friend DJ Jazzy Jeff. All start on vinyl. So eventually, computers start to take over the DJ industry. So they found a way to implement vinyl into the computers. So I had the interest of the computer, but also I was able to learn the old way. And to this day now, obviously you at Hero World Challenge, I play on vinyl. Anything at Albany, I, I, I like vinyl. That's what I use. People rate it to be much more technical, which it is. It's way more technical. Present, and presentation keys. Presentation, all the anesthetics that most people say. It just looks wow. Yeah. Course, with the technology we have now, I can get red, blue, orange, I can get custom vinyls, like a 10-year senior one, which I probably will do if I end up on a vet view, guys. It's done. I have my face on vinyls. I have advertisement on vinyls. Listen, so you should have never tell us that. <laughs> <laughs> all we like is things. We so tainted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you, you paste it everywhere. You brand it everywhere. And so, yeah, I was able to learn on vinyl and go back to it now i'm on vinyl you know i'm still still spinning records on vinyl so tell us about your first dj experience like the first the first event you had a chance to to really spearhead first oh had the spearhead uh, yeah like no nobody knows who you are you going in there you got all the nervous energy going so here we go we're at super mario's christmas party dj super mario live your life in charlie's club when charlie's club was peak obviously and still open and Nobody had no clue who I was. It was kind of rumors on the street. Like, who's this random kid on the flyer? I come back to now. I'm wearing skinny jeans, which was unaccepted at the back time. Then, and yeah. small clothes. And people like, your underwear's showing. Ew, like, why are you wearing skinny pants? You're this private school boy yeah, going exactly. in Charlie's. Yeah, you know, like, what's the thing? Man, come like, on now. Why is a private school soccer boy in Charlie's? And what is he doing? Does his parents know where I Well, mom, sorry, didn't know where I was. But I was in Charlie's club at that time. Even though I said I was going down the street to, you know. A house party. Do what you got to do. So do what you got to do. You got out. Everybody snuck out at some point. It was Charlie's house. It was, it was house Charlie's party. house. It was just Charlie's okay. house. So and back then, everything was down So we street. went there, and he was like, guess what? You're going to play three songs. I'm like, no, I'm not. He's like, yes, you are. So we had Fatal up there, DJ Fatal, who still is around. He's probably um, not doing it much anymore. But he's like, you're going to play three songs. This is how you push play. This is how you put stop. He said, that's it. We're going to set up for you. All right? And my first song was Live Your Life. Yeah by T.I. My second song at the time at peak was, was Neo. 
Neo Sexy Love, I think it is. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. At that time, that that's was a big tune. That's a big yeah. tune. And then afterwards, the last but not least at the time was Vibes Cartel, Rampin' Shop. Mm. And Listen, then it was off. It. Yeah. All Bravo. of a sudden, like, Bravo. I, the thing, Bravo. I bust the place. So, like, <laughs> quote, unquote, like we say, the place was shelled down. It was crazy at the time. People were going nuts. Like, dropped who is this guy? Literally. So literally dropped the mic. I'm more, I mean, I get goosebumps talking about it. I'm more or less trying to run off the stage because I'm like, okay, that's it. I didn't even know how to, they said, pull up. I was like, <laughs> oh, just, what do I do now? Stop, yeah. start. Wait, yeah. 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 So he's like, stop, you know, set up, start. Do you need my like, pants? Okay. I don't know. So he's like, hold it, don't let go. So Fatal's coaching me. Mario's up front there, and I'm like, and Charlie's cup is parked, and I'm sweating extra more. Like, let me say extra more. I'm sweating, just standing there, like, boy, what do I do now? So he's like, yo, push me, push me. Mario said, let go to two, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Do you want me to play the song? I don't uh, speak Patois. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you can imagine me. I'm like, oh my God. So I just, oh yeah, please play. And that's really how it all really triggered off. He knew before I knew that there was going to be a marketable situation. I had no clue because all I want to do is become a DJ. But again, guys who've been doing it for years, they know when to put the rookie in. Simply said, any sport, they know when it's time to put you in and, and he did coaches. it yeah, great coaches and, he, I, and I still give it to him he still was a great coach and that was it it was three songs and I was done I was gone off the stage people were going crazy who are you la 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 and then the rest was up to me I needed to go home and actually practice <laughs> even though I thought I arrived let me not even you know I was boss now you yeah. know you can't know, <laughs> tell me nothing LeBron James is here like going, going back to private school you know I shut down the club right yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah that was me that was me and Charlie's <laughs> you know what I mean that imagine me. that and not no Waterloo or anything no, Charlie's all my friends are like boy you got buddy I could come I was like, yeah, just pay to come to the door. This time I ain't even talking like I've been in there for years. This time I'm scared out of my wits walking around that club because it was like, yo, this is Charlie's. It's notorious for this and that. But then eventually I walk in there like the King Reach, you know, even though all five foot six of me was like, you don't even matter, bro. Like, <laughs> stay aside. But that, that's what it was, to be honest with you. That was the first head, the first big push for me. Overdose, your story. First time. Um, Let's go to my first event. My first event ever I did was a like a jewelry showcase i i split it with one of my with one of my um friends who i started off with um scully uh we started off together um he would bring the speakers i would provide the mixer so it's like okay we have to go hand in hand it's like you can't show up and i don't show up and i can't show up and you show up so it was just like we had the showcase together um we went there we did the job you know like we, we, we split the funds after that there was a wedding going on so like we crashed the wedding we went there and like we just like took over the whole set and we were like, when we started to play like and we just like shoot this is how it feels to play in front of like people. a lot of people like this is how it feels <laughs> it's like, not in the bedroom and like my yeah like my adrenaline was just going because before that i used to play i used to have an online radio station yeah. so that's how like my name actually got out there that's how people started to understand like oh this kid actually is a dj this kid actually knows music. This kid actually wants to do this for real. So at that time, it was just like, and these were people I didn't know. Like these, were, like I said, we crashed the wedding. I had no idea. I don't even know who the people were. I don't even know who the DJ was. Honestly, I'm <laughs> just, just like, yo, I just wanted to play. Yeah, yeah. So we just got the chance. We played. We played like two songs. I think. I think it was like Jump by Rupee, because you know, wedding. They people Want love. Up. Yeah. Like after after you know the the, the people love that good that music. that, that yeah. dance with the. Uh, the bride and the groom does and then you know they're like okay let's let's party now yeah so we we did the party section and we played like two songs and that was it you know like we were like all right let's let's leave the hype there and let's get out of here so we did our hype set and we just got out of there and it was yeah. it was it was a really good feeling and you know like 
just having people there being like, man, you really good. Like, you know, getting a lot of compliments and so forth. It's a really good feeling. So it was, it was, an, it was an amazing time. Now, you're talking about a team. How important is it for the DJ and the hype man to be on the same page? Because oh, sometimes yeah, I go to these events and it's just a disaster. I think it's a disaster. <laughs> it's crucial because it, it's, that, crucial. it's funny how you brought that up because yesterday we just were speaking about that. Because of the fact that we actually sit down and we say, okay, what direction are we going to go in? Whether it's a Soki event, whether it's a, uh, an event at Albany, whether it's an event all around. Like it's a, it's a diverse event. We sit down and say, okay, this is where we're going to go and this is how we're going to do it. And that's just basically what it is. It just takes time. And, like, you have to be really serious about it. And I'm pretty sure he could go in, in further detail about it. Yeah, and that's, that's what it is. Basically, we hang out basically all the time. You're around each other, so you know do's and don't. And then when you go there, it's like, do you know this crowd or I know this crowd? That's basically what it is right out of the gate. And we'll start, we'll have a mindset to go out and do something. Then all of a sudden, look at them like, he's like, that's not going to work. Got to call Audible. Yeah, 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 audible, I guess this is not this so is not even live work. on set. Live on set, we, we look at each other. We like, where do we go next? Yes. Like, Sometimes, where do, do we go next? And I'm like, yeah. the answer is always Drake. <laughs> it, believe it or not, the answer yeah. is always Drake. If not, go to Cardell. You yeah. be alright. Yeah. Just hang around. That so we, we're there. Out, we so. there scratching our head. We like, where yeah. do we go next? Like. Imagine you coming there with all kind of gas. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the crowd's like... And you got like 30 more minutes left in your set. Yeah, they're like, yeah. So then all of a sudden now you're out there like a deer in headlights. And he runs back to me, but that ain't waking. <laughs> sometimes he has the answer and sometimes he's like, but that ain't waking. Yeah. Give me something. And I'm looking at him like, yo, what? <laughs> Give you something. <laughs> yeah. gotta, we got to figure this out. But I mean, eventually you work through it pretty fast. You know when something's not working and something is working. It, it, it is that simple. And the crowd... Behemoth crowd, they know exactly what they want at what time. Yes, Don't come do. and try, you know, do your own thing. You can, so you better have some remixes and different ways to present songs, not this manipulative order, which a lot of DJs have grown up seeing. So they figure that's the right way to do it. We're getting a response. No, we're kind of broken that whole shell there and like, yo, we're going to do it this way. You're going to like it. And it actually works because you sit down and formulate the whole Dictatorship. situation. That yeah, amazing. definitely. That actually sounds like us. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Exactly. A lot like us. <laughs> we want and hopefully you like it. Yeah. Hopefully you yeah. like it. That's it. You I know? think it's interesting hearing uh, the different takes that both of you had like on your origins where you yeah. got started in the club and you got started online radio. Talk about some of your influences that, that got both of you into it. You mentioned, you know, going to Dion the Butcher and you had Super Mario and guys like that. Who were some of your other influences? Uh, Influences locally were mm -hmm. Super Mario, and reason being is, is the underdog situation with him. I looked at the club, I went out a few times, you know, got him a few persons, but my goal there was not to party. Let me see who has a well-rounded situation. That's family, definitely. That's definitely the music business to love, and then, of course, money. So let's see who has it all together. I don't need someone with a lot of money, and then the rest is a rut, because you're not going to teach me anything. So my whole goal was that, and when I saw that with Mario, he has... Great family, well-oriented. And then, obviously, the business he loved. Even though he wasn't the number one, he still was there in the picture. He still was called on. And then, last but not least, the money. So, he found a way to create this balance, you know, of family, music, and money. And it works. And that's what you look for. The other guys were doing whatever they want to do. And it's kind of, you can see the difference now. Whereas, he's still around, but he has a great family. And then, he has the money. But it needed to be a balance. It's not about fame. And that's what I teach all the guys coming up, dude. If you don't have a balance, this is all going to be a waste in the end because you have no guidance. So that was, that's how I did it. What about some of your influences over this? Well, I got introduced by one of my father's friends. Um, he, his name is Ricky. Um, as well as my uncle. Like he, he gave me the software to put on my computer. 
um in this yeah he's in the states um at that time it was just people who were on the radio because i thought like because i started on the online radio so i was like you know what how do i get actually on an fm radio now so my goal was to just let people understand that hey this is what i want to do understand that this is what i'm gonna do and i'm gonna be good at what i do and i want you to have like and actually see the value in me so that was my whole goal like Yes, money was the motive, but at the end of the day, it wasn't really that. It was just me proving a point, letting people know that, hey, whatever you put your mind to, you can do. I I went, I was in grade 7 in SAC. That's when actually I started to, that was actually when things started for me. That's when my career actually started. I started to gain bookings. That's why I had to leave SAC. I left SAC and I started to, to go to homeschool. I did homeschooling um, for my the rest of my years, my high school years, and it was because of the fact that I was starting the DJ um, business and everything just got hectic for me. Who the hell did you have that kind of drive in seventh grade? <laughs> yeah, see, I mean, it was just different for me, I guess, because of my dad. Like, my dad just always, like, pushed us and was like, you know, look, we need you guys to find something that you love doing and then we need you to start doing it. So he always believed in finding a sport finding an instrument and finding a language now those things did not work out but, <laughs> <laughs> you know because those things did not like i said like i kind of lost the the the, the drive in, in school so i was in school i was like you know what i'm my djing career is blowing up i'm starting to get booked uh who needs school yeah but then when i when i left SAC and i went into homeschool and then you know now i had time to focus exactly on my schoolwork at one point put that aside and focus on my career that's when i started to realize that hey look the education part of it is going to help me learn the business aspect of everything and also have something to fall back on my trade and what i was doing as in as being a dj is something that i love doing and it was a side thing i still was looking for something else that i was gonna like you know take up in college i i I always, I still want to go to college now. I really do want to go to college. But college I don't, was fun, though. I don't know yeah, what it I'm was fun. Do what a time! <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what, what I'm going to college. You know what but I mean? that was just that was yeah. that was it for me. Like I just, if it wasn't DJing, then I don't know what it would have been. So now I want to uh, get some more into these personal stories. Now ignite. You mentioned Charlie's a lot. I had that up on the big board because <laughs> yeah. that's when that's when I first became familiar with your work. So yeah. if somebody was around at that time. They didn't experience anything else, but they just knew that you went from Charlie's and now you play in some of the biggest events and now you're at Albany all the time. Yeah. How would you explain that journey? Because that is two drastically different audiences, two drastically different genres of music I think you would even have to get into. Oh, it was, yeah, it was drastic. Just no other word, just drastic. So simply said, um, like I said earlier, Charlie's Club gave you everything you heard on the radio. I heard... The rap, you go and play in the club, hoorah. You go anywhere else, it was the same thing. It was repetitive, and I said, again, I said, this is not going to last. You know, you always heard the word, oh, the club outside, outlast the DJ. I'm like, man, I just have a feel like this is the turn. So I said, you know what, it's time to go. Let me find a way to get in Albany to get on an event somehow. So that's when the whole look changed. It was no more baggy shirts and skinny pants and suspenders craziness. Now. now it was suspenders <laughs> and bow ties because I needed to fit the role. You know, and then I was like, okay, I don't know this music. I got on my first show back there. I had no clue what I was going to do. I spent 
two weeks on Google, literally searching pop songs because it's a stereotype white people like pop and house, which is not the case. They're more Drake fanatics and Lil Uzi Vert than I am, but just saying. John knows uh, more about hip hop than I do. Exactly. So, and, you know, and, and they buy most of it, but it's cool. So I said, like, I have to figure out how to do this. And that's when I went. I spent weeks on it. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to fail. It's not going to work. But I put it together. And eventually, once I put it together, I got a chance. I opened for a famous DJ. And I came back on afterwards and said, hey, the party's still going on. It's not going to end. So I'm like, well, it says it ends at this time on the flyer. But you know what? I got nothing to lose. Let me go back on and give it a shot. So I gave it a shot and they started to go. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe a little bit of Charlie's won't hurt. Did some of it. Sprinkle. Sprinkle. So we got a little bit of it. Because why? You had behemoths back there. You have a lot of wealthy behemoths that you would not expect. Who are they don't show it but they were there so i'm like all right let's go we're rolling then eventually i ventured back into what i researched and then with the music knowledge and understanding notes and keys i was able to get back out into what we call pop or certain top 40 songs quote unquote and it went on from there it's like yo this kid's gonna be something big so i ended up becoming the resort resident dj and obviously one stem from the other through the professional golfers obviously pga tour events vegas and la and it keeps going on and on and on now i'm where i'm at six years later to be honest with you in an actual career so six years later it's big it's nuts and now you have a well-rounded dj it's not about just playing locally and then obviously now carnival's around i'm on the side with those who's now in the system basically he's now at tailgaters which is formerly charlie's so if you look at it history repeats itself it's coming yeah, full only thing, someone's gonna do it better and i've done it before and i have no problem with that but I'm not going to let you just ease into it. I'm going to give you the hardest time in the world to get there to understand that there are steps to get through this system and become better than somebody. And if somebody becomes better, I applaud. LeBron James one day will be better than Jordan, but you can argue I mean, like later. Right now, that day is today. Yeah. That, that day is today. today. You know, like they said, he was the go two years ago. But you have to understand, you know, the crown has itself, but you needed to develop your career when you're in season. So this would, I guess we could consider this the second act of your career now. Yes. And I, what, what is the moment during this act that you thought, I can't believe I'm here doing this? Right now, today, like, I can't believe I'm here in 10 seniors, like, 10 year seniors. I can't believe I'm That's on. That's a lie, Sean. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> I had to call it. I, I had to go <laughs> real name. name. I had to go real name. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But so uh, when you understand it's the next year around, it's because he's in season. It's his season. This is Michael Jordan, LeBron James. I got to give some sort of comparison. I have rings. He does not. He's been to many finals. He may not have won. He may won a few of them. But now he's in season again. I'm not disputing it. Guess what? But I'm still a part of it. So you know what they're trying to figure out? How can you get two guys who have their own ego? Everybody has one. You try to remain, quote, unquote, humble so people don't call you cocky. But you still need to remain confident. So I said, how are you guys working together? Because you realize we can be on the same show. It's a dream team. You know, (laughs) rather than going back to our respective home clubs. We can be the Bahamas national team for our whole career. But eventually, you know, he'll have to go play on his own and I would have to do the same. And that's fine. But when we come together, it's a crazy tandem. So now people don't have to go to two separate parties to find Overdose or Ignite. They're the same place. I am going there. And that's when we realize, you know, we can do this together, all egos aside. But when it's time for you to shine, I tell them all the time, go out front, do what you got to do. I'm the DJ behind it. They know I'm there. They're not guessing who's playing the music for you. But they also know if he's there... Ignites there, ignites somewhere. Well, where's those? If it's not together, it's kind of like, well, you're not going to get that same result. But if it's a show where he's solely bucked by himself, they know, well, only who's coming, he's going to give us some of that ignite stuff too. 
and, and that's how it all works out for us. You talk about ego and, and humble. Is there ever been a time, because with photography, it happens with me sometimes, you meet a DJ and you feel like you know nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, when just, I'm, it's just a reality check, and then that makes you just try to work on your craft even when more. I, when I first met him, I thought, <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> it's a reality check. And then, <laughs> when I first, obviously, played on my first show with Jazzy Jeff, it was like, okay, good. I did well. The people are dancing. And then he came on and was like, you know, it was the second time. My first time, I gave him a good run. But the second time, he's not going to make the same mistake. <laughs> he already sees the template of what the Bahamas wants. He's one of the world's greatest. So he came back and he put on a show and I'm like, oh, wow. This is something special. And obviously, I got to work with DJ Conflict and the list goes on. And he put on another show. And I'm like, oh, boy, I got some work to do. It's not as big as you think you are. Someone's out there will humble you. There's always someone better. May not be on that show. But second time around, they will catch up to you. It's, it's, it never stops. It's a vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. Overdose, give me some of the perks and also some of the downside of being the youngest in the game. Jeez. Um, <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, like. So being the youngest, um, the perks are that I get to look at the older DJs and see what to do and what not to do. And then I pick up a lot of stuff that, okay, for instance, let's say, how Ignite has the opportunity to play in the back of Albany as, as their resident DJ and so forth. I get to look at that and say, okay, look, do I want to be in that? Do I want to go in that direction? Do I not want to go in that direction? If I want to go in a direction, then I study exactly how he studies the music and how he plays the music. And then I put my own twist on it. That's all. And basically, that's the perks of me being the youngest. And then a lot of people just saying, yo, he's going to be really good. He's going to be really nice. So, the the expectations that people have for me is are very high and then you know so it's it's a great feeling when a lot of people feel as if okay this kid has potential to be great and, and an- the, another thing uh, sorry uh-huh. another thing that i think that you would also bring your own demographic definitely yeah. so by me having such a an influence on the younger the, the younger generation and my generation of course um it's just it's just a powerful thing so a lot of people just solely be like okay look I'm going to book Overdose just for his following. Not because he's a good DJ. No. Not because he has curly hair. Not because he's light-skinned. Not because a lot of girls want to be with him. Not because, because a lot of, of guys want to be with him. But because of all those things and the social media we're going to book him. <laughs> I mean, so that's, that's I pretty guess. dope. But that's it's, pretty it's dope. different. It's that, normally, reach is, that reach is strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. also is a great way to humble brag your resume just yeah. now. <laughs> that's what I'm telling him, man. I talk about because of all these things. No, but like that's just crazy because a lot of females, a lot of girls might just book me because like hey how'd it look he looks different if i had an indian different. mom and a bohemian dad i might have looked like <laughs> tiger but See, unfortunately you know, it's I just got because my peas which i got to treat every night to make sure they look like wigs. power the hair man <laughs> power yeah, definitely. The hair. yeah y'all would understand definitely. we don't yeah we don't. all right yeah, John so the nice wave that's that's basically that's basically too, so. my perks like that's my perks like the expectations definitely and so forth and learning and understanding the business um I want us to now get into what I feel like this is going to be the best part of the podcast. Let's talk, about Bah- Let's talk about Bahamas <laughs> Carnival, guys. Uh, <laughs> I have seen flyers. The word is out on did the streets. Did they change the name from Bahamas Junk in the Carnival to Bahamas yes, Carnival? Yeah. Because yes, there was Bahamas never a Carnival. memo, I think, that said that it is now Bahamas, which it should have been called Bahamas Carnival from the beginning. Dog, I didn't yeah. even realize that until you said that just now. Yeah, yeah they, 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 they changed it. But it's, I really think there. that should have been the first... That should have been the original name, Bahamas Carnival. Yeah, you know, they're trying to, you know. Take. So we're here talking with famous DJs, and lo and behold, Bahamas mm-hmm. Carnival is going to have a famous DJ. 
in the spot. Definitely. DJ Khaled's going to be here. Yeah, he's going to be here. He's coming. He's coming May so, 5th. Y'all look out. Another one. So what are another. you... What are, Let's start with you, Ignite. Your expectations for Bahamas Carnival. How are you going to factor into it? How much will you be working, by the way? <laughs> yeah, a lot. How much have I been working? A lot. So, with all that being said, it's not out there that 2018 Soka has reached everybody in the Bahamas. So, my goal is obviously my iTunes podcast to get it two persons. But the only way, again, I'm going to do that and deliver two persons is that if I know it, and this is the way I want you to hear it, it's got to be an experience when you hear a mixtape. So it's a lot of work right now. People are still waiting on it. They're like, no podcast is up. Where is it at? It's because it's an intentional it's in delay. It's in the lab. I'm intentionally delaying it because DJ Khaled is not coming here without some sort of carnival set. Mark my words. He may be as a host, but listen, he's DJ Khaled. He's Don't gonna, ever gonna sleep. He's yeah. definitely gonna go. I Something he is going to be unique. To dance and do that. He will, but he hey, does. DJ Khaled only says, we the best he's on put, 99% of songs. He's definitely going to put this twist does, on something. And he does amazing things. So what I'm saying is don't think it's not. He's coming unprepared. He's a pro for a reason. He makes tons yeah. of money and reaches tons of people's lives by, with music. So, But I feel like that that Don't put it past him. Wyclef and Wyclef came down here. No one was expecting him to put on the show that he put on. People thought yeah. he was going to come and just be like, blah, yeah. blah, blah, what's you up? Know. But he put on a show. Yeah, he put on a show. And, so. Like I said, that's a professional. That's someone who's been around the world and knows stuff. DJ Khaled yeah. is the same, same same thing. Yeah, He's going to do his research. It's going to be insane. I'm and he has, he has massive resources. Mm-hmm. Khaled worked with the best. He puts, he puts together amazing Oh, he is music. the best. Yeah. So don't ever think he's not going to come here with an idea. And if Khaled's going, you know what? I've never been to Carnival. Maybe we should get in the studio and do this. So I tell everybody, don't ever think like they just popped up and say, oh, Khaled's coming for Carnival. No, things don't just happen. Yeah, there's a reason for it. To to the public and through social media. Yeah, the question too is, has Khaled ever done anything like this for another Carnival? He's been on a big stage with Destra and Marshall. You can Google it and he knows it. Yeah, he's very culturally sound. Don't don't. Think. But has he had like a role like this before? Because to me, this is like yes, he's almost the headline of the event. Now. He was like, out there with Marshall on a big stage with thousands of people, yeah, and he cool. rocked the crowd. So like, you think you bring Drake? Oh, uh, I can ask. <laughs> Listen, if that happens, they probably have. I mean, that pre- again, it would sink. You you do not know what's coming. Yeah, you gotta. You just gotta expect. A guy like him is well prepared, and his team. His team is unbelievable. Drake team is super unbelievable, but his team is still unbelievable. You may see all the Snapchat stuff, but when the phone goes down, where is he? What is he doing? He's working. So don't ever put it beside. And now, is that the kind of thing that you guys are going to try to pick up? If you have an opportunity, I I assume you're going to have a chance to interact with him. I guess to pick up on the business aspect of things, because we know what we see from him, but he's built a brand like you mentioned him just doing that stuff on snapchat but now dj khaled is a brand like how do you i guess kind of pick his brain and see what you can get from the persona that he's built i'm gonna hang around the beach and hopefully he comes up on a jet ski to get that conversation because again timing and we don't have the relation yet if you had that relationship with him he would have given you the hour or maybe the 10 minutes you know i may only need five to figure out certain things because i'm asking for contacts we could talk later but on the other hand you know it's trying to it's trying to hard to connect with somebody like that when you have no relation so that's going to be the most difficult part for overdose and i is to get close enough to get 30 seconds to understand for him to understand how serious we are to get the information to i don't care if it's to his manager i just need to get the questions across something that, something that's going to be the most difficult part 
Not follow me on snapping. Yeah, he's definitely. Yeah. Back Espe- especially because yeah. for a big event like this, Carnival. So he's going to be like on the go. He's like a guy that's going to be in the back there. Okay, I'm going to be at one spot. And the minute you go there, boom, he's here. So yeah. it's going to be pretty tough. So we got to catch him. We got to catch him. We got to catch him when he's definitely on the jet skis or, or something. Something just to let him know who you are. You know what you got to find out? Like, honestly, like who's picking up his bags from the airport and be the bag boy. Oh, yeah. Maybe I go down. Yeah, we got to sneak in with I the mean, media crew or something. Maybe I go down to the you huh. know, airport and see if I can... Sneak in with the media crew. Definitely. And become a bag boy for a day. That's yeah. us. Just or his somewhere. driver. Yeah, maybe. I'm just saying, throwing ideas out there. Maybe I'm at the airport cleaning a windshield for that particular taxi that day. It's ways that things happen. And, yeah. You know, but it's difficult to reach. Everything, maybe you guys can help us. You might be a, you might yeah, be a You plug. guys may be, a, may be able to help us. Listen, real. Overnight, here's the plan. All y'all have to do is absolutely show him up when y'all have a chance to perform. Well, that's it. It's very easy. That's it. It's a good life. It's very easy. That's <laughs> it. Just show him up and people are going to wonder, well, who the hell is this tandem that was killing it better than DJ Khaled did? Maybe, go, maybe we get his best. attention. That's, yeah. that's the new slogan. Yeah. We the new best. I actually kind of like that. And then that's where DJ Celebrity Life takes off. So yeah, I know, right? That'd be crazy. Yeah. No, I feel like y'all have it now already. I want your best DJ Celebrity Life story. You've wow. got to have one. Is show censored or what? I'm just saying. No. Not at all. <laughs> Kaizen, leave but, the room. Uh, yeah, I know. I did. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm you good. You good. You good. You good. But uh, with that, wow, moment. I was okay, let me say the PGA. I'll keep it kind of broad. That has been the craziest. So uh, imagine me. Uh, I've done great work at Albany. They're like, yo, you're going to the PGA. You're going to this tournament, that tournament. I'm like, yo, what? Because I don't know what it is. All I want to do is go play music. So they're like, can you send you this? Send you that? We need this information. I'm like, Google, Google. First, I'm like, yeah, sure, of course. Like, playing it cool. And you I'm have like, to say Google, yes, like, you know what you're doing. I'm like, what? What is this? But you get to learn things, and you start to build it, and ask a lot of questions. You get over there, shockingly. I mean, as simple as stupid it may sound, you get to the airport. I walk out. The guy's there holding a DJ Ignite sign. I'm like, what? I'm like, is he hearing from me, or is it a joke? And I'm like, uh... I'm Sean and he's like I'm here for a DJ night from Bahamas I was like oh that's me he's like okay come on and then he's opening oh no no take your bag take this and there's a concierge service you get to the hotel I'm there I got Beats by Dre brand new headphones on on, on the bed and I'm like room service I think somebody left their stuff in here like literally and it's like iPad I'm like yo what this is stuff we need this, is what? this is this what's this is this what really happens to celebs and I'm like, when you get to the stadium, I'm sorry, not stadium. When you got to the uh, clubhouse, the golfers knew my name, and that, that was that was shocking for me. I'm like, yo, that's T Dubs calling my name, Jay Rose is calling my name. I'm, I'm like, what is going on? So that was my first whole celebrity thing. And guys speak, they share music. Sports and music is so tight and so heavy, it's absolutely unreal. So with that for me it was the first shock. Like, yo, I can do this. Like, I want to do this, and and not because of the fame. Because the way you were treated, the stuff. The free <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> I mean, listen, I just saved six hundred bucks by I'm switching to the PGA. <laughs> you know, but and for me, that was my first huge experience on how it was from the travel, picking you up. You know, I had a driver all day. I mean, we went to McDonald's like six times. So imagine me from the mom. I'm like, yo, I got a driver. He, I was like, what are you doing? He's just sitting out there. A little small story. And he was like, oh, my son has a baseball game. Blah blah blah. So I'm like, you know what? Cross my legs. Let's go to the park. 
let's go to the baseball field. He's like, no, I'm gonna get in trouble. I was like, okay, how about this? I wanna go to the baseball field at this location. He's like, okay, there we can do it that way. And we literally sat by the baseball field because I could not play till the next day, but they got me in a day early, so make sure I'm there. We sat and watched the Suns game. So I was like, yo, take off your jacket. Let's go sit on the bleachers. I promise you, I'm not setting you up. And we sat there, watched the Suns game, went back to the hotel. And he's like, do you need to go to the mall? I'm like, well, I'm sure. I was like, dude, am I the not The mall gonna- was in the room. Why do <laughs> you need to go to the mall? <laughs> so I went there and walked around the mall. I'm like, yo, I'm in the mall. Like, but I mean, you know, just having fun with it. And it was, it, was, it was pretty nuts. For me, it was a little bit of a culture shock, like how guys are actually treated when people... Pro- when people understand what talent you have, put mm-hmm. it like that. You know, it's not to do with the money or where you're from. The point was, they flew me over to do what I needed to do there for them, and it was a shocker. Just simple as someone's holding a sign that says DJ Ignite. So that that that's my whole. First I mean, we celebrity. get happy when we get food at events. We yeah. really do. We really do. <laughs> like, food. S- like so Free much. Food, right? Like the first junglist that says, "I know ten years." Like we're happy with that. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah come we're take. Really a excited. Yeah. What's your uh, DJ celeb life moment? So mine's pretty like crazy 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 it sounds it was, good it was at this 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 time the strip I, club where you were hosted right can you stop yeah, I'm just kidding, not, just kidding, can, just we, can we continue <laughs> that's not even true i'm not even, <laughs> i believe it, I I'm, believe it. I'm, not even, I'm not even old enough to spell strip club so. i believe i believe it 100 <laughs> so, so it was um this one time i was at um malia malia hotel and i was training with some colombian djs um, mm. Because they they were right. yes right I'm okay <laughs> Colombian strip club okay okay anyway do you it, tell your version of it we were DJs <laughs> we were at <laughs> we were at Malia and yeah so I was I was going to a training course with some Colombian DJs and I guess like these it was like a, a group of girls like probably like a whole grade of girls that came from a, a school I can't remember what school it was so I'm there I'm 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 training I'm you know going over some stuff. With these DJs and I just got done, so I got my bag on my back, drinking my little fruit punch, and I'm walking, I'm walking um out to go back into the to the to the hotel because we were by the the poolside, so I'm walking to go back and all these girls are like, oh my god, that's DJ Overdose and they're screaming and they're hollering and I'm like, what? I'm like, but like me? What? I'm trying to figure out like what's going on. So like in the moment, I'm I'm like in awe. And I'm overwhelmed, so I, I don't even know what to do. So I'm just there smiling, and I'm like, they're like coming up to me, and they're like, oh, can we take a picture? I swear I was there for like 20 minutes taking pictures. No joke, 20 minutes straight through. So I've had that experience, and, you know, going over like Marina Village on a Saturday or let's say one of those nights like New Year's Eve or July 4th, I had the, I, I've been stopped many times to take pictures with females and so forth. So it's been, like, I feel like I'm still going through that little celebrity thing kind of thing you know but it's it, it's die down you know you could ask Nal about his he's had one uh have I really yeah you had an opportunity when you Michigan ha- State I, came down here I, I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> when Michigan sure. State came down and the kids were asking for his autograph stop pulling scene yeah he looks like a football player. yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Stop yeah, yeah, yeah he does he stop, does stop, stop pulling yeah. scene John's a liar cornerback cornerback we got photos <laughs> of that never <laughs> sure he's a cornerback he now at this point at this point in the music game I think DJs and the people behind the music, they've really become the stars now. Like, you see, I think I just watched a documentary on, on Steve Aoki and how crazy his life is. Oh, no, that's insane. Oh, that, that's like, a crazy lifestyle life right Yeah. There. No, no matter the genre, crazy. whether yeah. it's hip-hop, yeah. EDM, whatever it is, the people like you guys, you're, you're now the stars now. I, now, from both of you, I want, you know, best-case scenario where you see your career going. Like, we see the opportunity that Khaled has now doing this. 
where do you where do you hope this ends up it's one track like uh, i tell overdose all the time is is it takes one track steve okay it goes on calvin harris martin garrix it goes alesso avici afrojack it goes on and on and on yeah. whatever dj khaled be the main one since obviously we favor hip-hop and you know open format music it just takes one track look at it he's like oh who's this new artist he body like we say all the time but one track, one studio session, one big one, and, and that's it. The rest is you, you, you paved the way for yourself, but you need a track. It's not going to be because I scratch and do this very well or play music very well. Yeah, that, that's paving the way, but will it take me to a main stage next to Khaled? Might be a tough one because, again, if you look at it, DJ Khaled, he can play now. He can scratch and do what he wants, but he has a big opportunity to scratch and play his own music. That is a, that's the key element we're all missing. Every DJ in the Bahamas is that. Definitely. You don't have that one worldwide track. Yeah, we play music well, and you hire us because we have that library upstairs in our head to play music for whatever situation we're in. But Khaled has his own music, which is what we're playing. You know, And I, I roll my eyes all the time because we don't have the track. Got to be real about it. You know, you're not going to be a goat until you get that one track. If you don't make it, then eventually your career is going to... John Stockton and Carmelo. That's it. No championship rings, you know. Definitely, and I when second. We're all hanging out together, you know. Me, Barkley, yeah. and everybody. I second <laughs> that. That's definitely the main, the main thing right there, because that's the only way that's gonna separate us. At, at the end of the day, everybody still looks at us as DJs. Just the DJs. Just the DJs. Just the guys who sit behind the computer and push buttons, yep. but don't actually understand what we do to make those buttons be pushed <laughs> no, you know they're, they're not interested they, you can, and they don't really care to hear it honestly you so they have an iphone they don't care they yeah, don't once it comes up to them properly that's it they, they really care less of what you're doing and that's the thing but we're on 10 years senior so <laughs> i always yeah, find so, that funny so, though so now yeah. so you see what pushing buttons got us yes yeah. yeah. a lot of people don't hear <laughs> <Yeah. it>. when <laughs> you put a mixtape out or whatever with your podcast mixtape they don't realize how much work actually goes into they believe that you actually press a button and it comes out like that and no, that's the end of that it's hours and hours and tons of mistakes so you imagine nah, I'm 48 I, minutes in and I've ruined it M- my thing is I record the whole thing flawlessly that's the only way because there's no replay live yeah you make a mistake live that's it so why must I go in there and studio produce yeah you can you know I've cut down a lot of time but you're, you're training your mind to make the same mistake that you're probably going to do out on stage that you should have corrected in house in studio and then the last thing is like with the soca thing He's got into music first. He's more in touch with a lot of artists, but I still need to figure out a way to play it. So we're back and forth. These things you see on the radio that we're doing over and over, or you're hearing all this new soca, we're all trying to figure out how, how we're playing it. How but are we going to play this? I always personally feel like being in these regions, Bahamas, Jamaica, Trinidad, like it's kind of hard to be a DJ to a point because you have to be good at a lot of music. Open it's not format. Like, yeah, yeah, it's not like you're there. Oh, yeah, I just, you know, hip-hop and this is all I'm playing. No, you have to know everything because everyone wants to hear. I don't want to go to a party and hear one type of genre. I want to hear all. Yeah, and see, we have have an advantage because in that position we're in, we're in the Caribbean, so we listen to reggae, we listen to soca, we listen to hip-hop, we listen to... Uh, anything top 40. anything top 40 we listen and the list goes on like he like he said so it's open it, format it's an op- it's it's open, open format, format definitely yeah. so we have an advantage a lot of people would love Khaled would love to be in the position we're in to understand soca music right so now we know Hip-hop, it's going to be so lit forth. because he's going to be in that situation yeah. yeah so now he's he's at risk now he's yeah. like all right that's right i got i got you know i have I mean? a whole let's, carnival that i got to deal with let's talk our stuff now i got a whole carnival i got to deal with i can't come up there 
yeah. singing Wild Thoughts. I cannot. I mean, it's not though. the. It's not Even though he wrote this, well, he definitely it, it, will do that. Yeah. He will do it, but at the end of the day, DJ he has Khaled. to still, yeah. you know. Gallagher, give me a shout out, man. Just say ignite, we the best. Just one, and you know, yeah. we're gonna, it's we're coming. Make, it's coming. make it's sure coming. it's recorded so you yeah. can replay it. Yeah, that's yeah. like the Clay Thompson and Draymond drop we had. We watched that like a hundred times when we first got it. We, we still watch it. it. We still yeah. watch it. Yeah, uh, guys, let everybody know where they can hit you up on social media if they want to book you. Where they can find you, Bahamas Carnival weekend, all of that good stuff. So for us, it's similar to ten year Facebook, <laughs> YouTube. Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, iTunes, all at the real DJ Ignite. It's all one thing, all right? At the real DJ Ignite. If you're not too sure well, how you're going to get about to go to that, maybe we just go to the website, therealdjignite.com, which will take you to all social media handles, will take you to email, which will take you to bookings. So if you can't find Overdose, you can go to my page to find him. Same yeah, thing. Platforms. You, you go to Overdose page. All there. You want to find me? Same thing. It's yep. cross thing. And then last but not least, the ten year seniors. Everything's right behind us, so you know where to find. Pretty these much guys on the right. screen. Probably on the screen. screen. It's yeah, going to be all yeah. over our pages, but you got to find these guys in order to continue to find us. Also, all right. If you want a nice interview or media coverage, or this guy behind you who plays for Michigan State football yeah. player, yeah. and also yeah. you know a great host. You got to find him on 10-year seasons, right? But so for me, everything is at the real DJ Ignite. Follow me. Hit me up. Let me know what your thoughts. Give me some negative stuff, too. It helps me improve. So just not all, you know, really blows does. whistles. Yeah, yeah really not all does. bells. I like reading our negative comments. So they the help. They actually better us. You think you're taking a shot and we just like, okay, maybe, thanks. you know, thanks a lot. Maybe I would Definitely not do that. A lot of people who are watching this are going to be like, why is this right. dude, why was this dude yawning? Because I'm, you know, yeah, we've been... But your handles and stuff, let's, yeah, yeah, drop we those. gotta get those. Yeah. yeah, so my handles are O V A D O S E the DJ. That's overdose. So it's not O V E R. Please, that's very I, important. I, that's I very important. Really hate, important. I really hate when promoters Ova. do that. I hate when promoters <laughs> yeah. do that. So not please, over O V A. Okay, Ova. guys, you know O V A D O S E the DJ. That's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. The list goes on. Anything, YouTube. You know, just get at me right there. Yeah. We me. almost forgot the most important thing. What's that, John? Marshall in the NCAA tournament. Yes, my school. My, I'm a herd. I got goosebumps just now. <laughs> we, you know, we got a W. You know, we did well. You know, unfortunately, we ran into our biggest rival, West Virginia. I mean, they did better than Arizona. Yeah, uh, yeah, but hey, shout out my boy, like DeAndre. You know, eight. You know, still my dog. Even though you're, you know, with Arizona, I went to Marshall. But it's all love. We from the Bahamas. Even though you're gonna do it way bigger than I've done it with music. <laughs> you know, you're gonna be playing next little LeBron James and. Yeah, yeah, but no, anyway, no, you you may you may just, be in DJ just give me a plug. in a couple years. Yeah. Like, don't, don't sell yourself Dad, short. Don't, don't don't forget me now. Give me a little plug. Yeah. They come DJ at a stadium where you tell them put on my reggae, but don't forget that was on Sports Center, so the world saw that. <laughs> that, is, that is true. All right, fellas, it's been a pleasure. It's DJ Ignite, DJ Overdose, overnight. Y'all hit them up. Y'all continue listening to Ten YS, and y'all stay woke.